I learned a frightening Frasier fact. Um, hold on a, a second. Frightening. Well, hold on. Wait, is there? Do we have a sound cue for like a a lightning bolt for frightening Frasier facts? <laughs> I'm assuming it's going in now. Yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scramble. Yeah, I believe that Niles in season one is like in his early 30s. Like no one on that show is over 40 when Frasier begins. No, that's cursed. What? You can't tell me that. That's me now. That's me right now. I'm not... I'm not oh, no. joking. Are you I telling also, me I'm the exact precise age of one Niles? I got I got one even worse. I, got, I learned like several hours ago that Jason Alexander was 30 when the first episode of Seinfeld was released. No. He's, he's in no. his 30s. Yes. You got to stop. No, you, I can't you gotta, stop. You got to stop. This has changed me, and it's like the <laughs> ring. I need to tell someone else that Jason Alexander was 30. Jerry, you're going to die in seven days, Jerry. Jerry, I'm 30. Jerry. Jerry. My name is... Mr. Sour Pickle. They are the visionaries. Rappling hood. Unlock it. It's all about helping people. Load up with people. You're getting on my nerves, horse. We can't ever go back to Arizona. I how did JFK get my spaghetti video? Welcome to Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the adult podcast about children's cartoons. I'm Austin. I'm Allison. And I'm Andy. What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's going on here? It's a good question. Uh, Rory's lost in a time warp, unless you had a better uh, sort of thematic way to describe what's going on, Austin. I was, I no, was I didn't go- have anything yeah. planned. Um, oh, okay. Per- I was going to pitch Lost at Sea, but this time oh, warp is also oh. good. Oh, Lost at Sea is good, though. Lost at Sea is very on brand for Rory, too, mm-hmm, who I mm-hmm. believe has always, some on some level, been a sea captain. Yes. Um, and so I, I, like, I like that metaphor. And so... Yeah, we couldn't get him. We couldn't get him because he's in transit and his Wi-Fi ended up really bad. Uh, and yeah. so it just the um, Internet gods. Ugh. All of us have been um, on the balcony of the top floor of our um, uh, seaside manor um, mm. looking oh, yeah. out into the sunset and calling, calling for him and waiting, uh-huh. waiting for the day yeah. when he will return from like, sea. Like Brandy from that song, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but his but his life and love and lady is the sea, and we can't we can't hold him to our podcast. We you know, when no. we need. <laughs> if if I may change the metaphor a little bit, it was almost oh, as okay. if he is a spirit. He is a spirit trapped in in the limbo worlds. Oh and no! And you know, as mediums, we sort of almost had a had a lock on his connection. We spoke with him. Yeah. Um. We at times may still hear from him. I barfed um, up a little bit of cloth, and it was like ectoplasm. Yeah. Right. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. happens. Um, uh, yeah. So, you know, we just couldn't quite lock the signal down. No, um, it, it's too bad. Uh, I don't want to make any promises here, but it's very possible that at certain points during our episode, the spirit of Rory will kind mm-hmm. of manifest and make its thoughts known, as almost as if it hadn't been listening to what our ongoing conversation was, but just sort of jut, like, threw in a thought. Um, that's just how spirits work. It makes work. sense. Yeah. Which you may find is not even that different from Rory regularly um, in the podcast. <laughs> but 
I think it's going to be fine if we do end you know, up doing it. Actually, um, can I hold your guys' hands for a moment? I want to try something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Hold on. Let me light this candle and yep. this candle and this candle. Okay. Everyone hold hands. Mm. All right. Andy, is that Cheeto powder? Don't question it. Okay. Rory. Rory, Rory can, can you, you hear yeah. us? Rory, we are speaking to you from the material plane. We call you forth. We call you forth, Rory. Speak. Speak to us. Give us your magical girl opinions. Is this working? We don't know until the edit. Uh, it's drops. true. It's true. It's I'm, it's kind of like invisible not, ink or something. Like when, until I put anything. the no, okay, no. But I th- I think until I put the MP3 under a flame, you know, and we yeah. so his his thoughts will kind of manifest. So yeah, that'll 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 do it. I don't know. Like I feel something. Like I, I think I have hives on my elbow, but <laughs> that's about it. Uh, uh, you know what else we're feeling is the magic, the magical girl magic. Fuck Ooh, that yeah, magic we are. Real, Allison. We just had you on like a few weeks ago and oh, yeah. it had been super long since we had you on before. And now it's been two weeks less time than ever for a repeat <laughs> guest. And it's, yeah, it's, it's so great to have you back because we know how important the source material is to you, how important um, both old and new shows to you and to us. Uh, yeah. And you know, it, it touches me um, in, in a wonderful place to know that you guys care so much about my opinions on magical girls, which are plentiful and as uh-huh. bountiful <laughs> as the sea and the immaterial plane. Yes. I'm going to be honest. I don't care about literally anybody else's opinions other than Allison's <laughs> when it comes to magical girls. Thank you. Oh. So I, I, I know that we're going, we're going to get into it, but yeah. when, when did you guys start this show? Uh, Sailor Moon. Yeah, but like, how many years ago? It was like two or like three, three years plus. Ago. Like twenty seventeen. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, twenty seventeen. Since twenty seventeen, I have been waiting to get to the part of Sailor Moon when we can finally fucking talk about the entire plot of Sailor Moon. And, oh. and we can do that today because this is ah oh man, y- you guys don't even know. I've had these feelings inside of me since. Like twenty plus years ago. Ah. Ah. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Well, yeah, so we've got that in store. We also have another Utena episode, our final Revolutionary Girl Utena episode. Uh, which also has a bunch of juicy deets I want to talk about. Big juice. Uh, so yeah. Juice. So we've got a real a real crackerjack of a show. Uh and I think without any further ado. U2 is here. U2 you know? is here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the weekend. Okay. The time, Sailor Moon episode 66. The title, <laughs> Rubius evens the score. The content, 
Rainy, saddened and confused that Serena is Sailor Moon, steals the crystals, the silver crystal and tries to go back to the future while Emerald visits Rubius and warns him of his replacement if he does not dispose of those scale Sailor Scouts. Due to Rainy's meddling, Rubius succeeds in capturing the other Scouts. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh gasp. Big oh no. Oh no. I- before we move on, I, if I never say anything else about this episode today and you two just take it, I have to be the one to talk about this right now, right at the top. Holy shit, his name is Rubius, like the gem named Ruby. He's a Ruby because his sister Emerald shows up and gives him context. What? I had no idea. You didn't pick up on that? No, no. I thought he was just what? a person named Rubius. He we has were no context. Allison? No, he's the only one we've met. No, ah. we also had Avery and I don't know Blasto or whatever her <laughs> other, the other one's name was. Avery and Katzi and Avery Birdie. And Katra, they made no yeah. sense. And Birdie, and then yeah, <laughs> and, like, and the wise man. Like there was no concept here. I ah. love that we suddenly Emerald shows up and gives him context of like, oh, you're part of like a fucking Steven Universe gem family. Oh yeah, no, Emerald shows up to dress him down. Yeah, yes. that's their their whole deal is is rocks. That's that's their yeah, thing. Yeah, Ruby is though Ruby. Is we were blinded by how silly the name Rubius is. Which <laughs> oh, I think takes all of the focus. You've been watching Sailor Moon for years now, and you were blindsided by Rubius of all names. I mean, yeah. it's true. We've had Zoicide and Jadeite and Nephilim. Jadeite, yeah. all the ites who are also rocks. Like the rock thing has been rocks, going on yes. for a long time. They have yes. also reverse engineered a lot of non-Negaverse people to be Negaverse people in the dub. So yeah. there's also like a lot of authorial stuff that is. I guess confusing mm-hmm. and doesn't really make sense in full context. But yeah, Ru- Rubius. Um, <laughs> Ru- yeah, so Rubius has Emerald, who is his family. But then the the other sisters, the moon, the the makeup sisters, are a different family. I think I would hope yeah, they're a different family. I, I would also I, hope they're a different I family. They are. Yeah. Yeah, just a, like a family of sisters that he recruited, maybe off of like Zip Recruiter or find your sisters, you know. <laughs> find a sister. I'm the find, find a, a sister. App. Find some sisters. Yeah. Just a brother looking for, th- for three sisters. Craigslist ad. It's not weird. I want to pay you for your labor. <laughs> oh Christ! Lord. Um. Okay. Let's actually let's yeah. start at the beginning. So, a very but, good place to start. Before we mm. before we jump in, I, I I asked this before we start recording, but I wanted to ask it like while we're here now Mm -hmm. uh so how comfortable are we with talking about spoilers for the entire series that's a that's a good point i'm totally fine with it any listener who is upset about that uh I guess sorry. Maybe maybe skip ahead or a little bit. Maybe like, like yeah. why don't why don't why don't you try and contain your conversation about this into yes. this moment right now? Okay, and we'll talk about it and then move on. Okay, uh, and and after the fact, I'll drop in like a, this is how much time you should skip. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay, so you jump to timestamp sixteen thirty three or hit the thirty second skip eleven times. All right, I'm gonna do my best, and I'm going to monologue, and I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> Like a Beyblade. Like a Beyblade. I've been waiting for you guys to get to like any episode involving Chibiusa slash Rini uh, since like three years ago when you started recording this show. Uh, Because the show itself never really 
dives too deep into the concepts it introduces. It just kind of skims past them. And I think that that is something worth talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. So Rini Chibiusa is thousands of years old. She is very, very, very old, and she's been a child for forever. Not only has she been a child for forever, but she is Sailor Moon's daughter. So the whole deal is that she has, like, traveled back in time to, like, see her mom and, like, have this, like, kind of, like, sisterly friendship with her mother. Um, And I'll I'll get to that later. Uh, But, like, the fact that this is, like, infinitely old child... Uh, who is, like, so obsessed with her mother and the concept of being a good person and aging is just, like, absurd. And the fact that that, like, builds up the entire, like, fiber of what makes this series what it is, is those, like, maternal relationships and those, like, weird, like, sisterly relationships between all of the different Sailor Scouts. But the fact that this series is built on the relationship between mothers and daughters is fucking wild. Especially when you look at the reality that this mother and this daughter daughter have been alive with each other for thousands and thousands of years and have not aged at all poor chibiusa slash rini is trapped as a child for all of that time and she gets a really sexy makeover um out of that (laughs) out of that childhood desperation uh which like i don't blame her for man if i was trapped as an eight-year-old like yeah i would want to you know Try and have my Miley Cyrus moment out of that. Absolutely. It's kind uh, of a creamy mommy is what that is. Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Magical Only in angel the creamy term. mommy. Yes. Oh, man. The, yeah. Uh, another show we watched where a preteen turns <laughs> into a teen as a magical yep. girl transformation. Uh, yeah. It's interesting because all those things are true, but also everyone forgets so much all the time through like yeah. weird targeted amnesia. Yep. That like. It's 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 weird. It kind of has like this mythical feel of like, yes, these relationships sort of persist throughout reincarnations or whatever you want to talk about it. But at the same time, like she's literally her daughter and like literally doesn't remember and and yeah. like is a is at the same time a princess from thousands of years ago and also a princess in like thousands of years in the future. Yeah. And it's super weird. Not to dive like way too deep into like this corner, but there's kind of like an almost like Ragnarok-y feel to the 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 Silver Millennium. Like the not, not in the sense of like it's the apocalypse, but like Ragnarok has happened, is happening and will happen. All at the same time. And that's what the Silver Millennium is. Like, it's this timeless state where time doesn't matter because, like, Sailor Moon is and will be and already has been at the same time. It's uh, So you're saying that Crystal Tokyo can be anywhere, everywhere, and inside my heart. Crystal Tokyo is me. It's you. It's the future. (laughs) It's all the wonderful Darian dad moments that we get in this episode. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Darian, Darian and his little father puppet. Oh, we'll get we'll, we'll get there, and I'll try Can not we call to... him Father Puppets from here. On. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Father Puppets later. Anyway, I just wanted okay. to get out of the way that like there's this like weird mythic quality to everything, and yeah. it gets too intense if you think about it too hard. But it's there; yeah. it's always there. And that's the, and the that's bottom all. line is that you get to be a rad princess always, always, yeah, always. You you always and... have been a magical girl. You are a magical girl, and you will be a magical girl. Always. Yeah. And, you know, I've said this before and I'll say it again until the status quo changes, which it probably will never do. But there are so few pieces of media about moms and daughters. Seriously. um, Compared to stuff about 
dads and daughters, dads and sons, yeah. even mothers and sons has, I feel like, more representation. Maybe that's not true. I'd have to look at numbers or whatever, Absolutely. right? But like, but like mothers and daughters, I feel like, like, like the number of video games that have come out in the last 10 years about a father and their kid of some sort of gender, usually yeah, a we daughter. Yeah. Yep. We get it. The number of video games where you play as a mom, even without a daughter being part of the main part of the story or whatever. Like how four? many video games? Yeah, how many video games <laughs> are you a mom? Out of a million? Yeah, Less out of like than a the fucking fingers on my trillion. Hand. It's it's yeah. a, it's absurd. It's absolutely crazy. So and, that I feel like also makes this piece of media really uh, important. And before to me. we move on too, like I, I love that the the mother daughter relationship in this series is not rosy. It's not warm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's complicated. And it's messy, and they hate each other, and they love each mm-hmm. other, and that is as close to an actual mother-daughter relationship as you can <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's the end of the spoiler okay, warning. spoilers over. Spoilers over. If you want to know the spoilers, um, you're just going to have to watch literally hundreds of episodes of Sailor Moon. <laughs> too bad for you. It's okay. We didn't, we didn't dive too deep. Um, no. no, we didn't. So, all right. Austin, you're going to walk us through a little bit of this, of this opening stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I can gloss over because, you know, I think we've We've hit hit some interesting stuff already, but yeah, uh, Rini is kind of reeling from the truth that Serena is Sailor Moon and has the the silver crystal in her little locket, and that all the all her friends, all her Sailor Scout shaped friends, are in fact the Sailor Scouts. Um, <laughs> Why is this kid shock. so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it is it's very much that like it's the Clark uh, Kent phenomenon, right? One yeah. time I was hired to. Pre- to be Captain Jack Sparrow for a kid's birthday party. Oh. Um, this was, I was, pr- I, you know, I was probably 16 or something. <laughs> oh, really? Um, oh, no. Yeah, but he was a very young kid. But, you know, it's like <laughs> after about an hour, they start to think, maybe you're not the real Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> so, like, I kind of get uh, of a certain age that it would take a while to, uh, you know, it's that, that yeah. sort of yeah. object permanence peekaboo logic. You know, that, I got uh-huh. agree. Mm. Um, maybe, okay, so uh, thinking, Clark Kent got me thinking, like, maybe there's like a low-level telepathy thing going on with the Sailor Scouts. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. part of the magical girl effect is that anyone nearby, like, is unable to connect the fact that these people look exactly... An obfuscation field? Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's go ahead and go with that. Yeah, let's uh, assume that because I think that's the only be real. way that this makes any. Those sense. Those hairstyles take effort. There's, that's the only. It's the only solution. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So we mentioned Rubius gets a visit from his sister Emerald, who's basically like, "You blew it." Uh, and Prince <laughs> Diamond, Prince Diamond, mm. who we've never heard of the before, Prince yeah. Diamond is uh gonna take him off the case and. <laughs> You know, you're off throats. the force, Ruby. Yeah, you're off the force, Ruby. And then your, you and then your ruby badge. <laughs> <laughs> and your face moon. Um, your yeah. upside down face moon. Um, and your gun. Um, <laughs> it, but I gotta say, I kind of wish that they'd thrown in a little bit of the Prince Diamond Emerald stuff ahead of time in any other episode leading up to this. So the like 10 other episodes mm. before this, just to add a little more texture. Because yeah. we were getting so much of the same repetition of like, ah, Crystal Tokyo, future Crystal Points and yeah, Wiseman. Yeah. For yeah, all of this, the wise we had man no, thing, I'm, I'm most interested in how we explain away the wise man. Because that definitely seemed like Rubius was taking orders from wise man. But if mm. wise man's not Prince Diamond, 
I don't know who Wise Man is or how he fits into this or jigsaw Prince puzzle. Diamond. Like what you know, <laughs> they really could have layered in some of this early. Yeah, facts, uh, instead facts. of dropping it when it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, other than that, we have a series of plot points revolving around cookies and pancakes, and I do want to <laughs> talk about this. Um, <laughs> Because so real, Rini, though. It's like yeah. absurdly important plot pancakes. Yeah. So Rini is trying to juggle with this concept that Serena is Sailor Moon. And so she spends some time with Serena's mom, Serena's Earth mom, who, you know, we've had maybe four episodes of in yeah, 100 She speaks episodes. more in this episode than she has in the last 40, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. And she's observing and Rini is just like, hey, Serena treats you like shit, huh? Uh, and isn't that wild? <laughs> and she doesn't even de- she doesn't even deny it. She goes, she oh, Rini, you're so wise. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool that yeah. you can tell, too, that my daughter's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so she's making all these pancakes for her when she comes home. I guess I'm provoked that, yeah, I guess when Serena comes up, she'll want 60 pancakes, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is a nice thought, but that's a precedent has, Serena. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Maybe this is an average. Maybe she can, you know, this is maybe more dependable. Yeah. We've thought that Serena does enjoy eating 60 pancakes uh, a <laughs> night. Um, I want to point out that the, yeah. uh, at one point the mom says, you're my niece, but I still love you as if you were one of my own. At which point, Rini gives a little laugh that's a little nervous because I think she's thinking in her head, that's just the brainwashing I did to you talking. <laughs> yeah, she did a lot of brainwashing. Um, it's a- You've dawned summers your way into this family. <laughs> you pulled a willow on us, I can tell. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, I, I guess it's tangent. Are we allowed to mention like other cartoons that you guys have watched on this show? Always, 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 always. All right. So watching Serena's mom made me miss Ty's mom from oh, Digimon. Oh, okay. Who is an absolute mess. And the whole, the whole joke with her mom, <laughs> with his mom is that she's just like nightmarishly horrible at cooking. I'll send you guys mm. a link to a clip that you should absolutely play right now. You know, Izzy, I can never get Ty to try any of my recipes. I think they taste great. Wanna try my spinach cookies? I made beef jerky shakes. Would you like a glass of potato juice, Izzy? Great! Kids, I made your favorite, liver sticks. So do I have enough of this stuff? Beats me, it's the first time I've used flour to bake a cake. She's a mess. And I really wish that all translators would just like take the liberty of just like jacking up the original script as much as possible just for really bad food jokes. Anyway. Ty's mom probably enjoys a smoothie. As well, don't you think? As much as as much as a Miriam Pataki, yeah, yeah, and she makes 100%. sixty pancakes, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She did it in sort of a fugue state. Yes, just glaze over, <laughs> eyes roll in the back of your head, and all of a sudden, four hours later, there's like eighty pancakes ready to go. It's kind of meditative. I like it. <laughs> I hope my child uh, is having fun at school forever. Oh. <laughs> now, it turns out her child is having fun eating way too many of Lita's cookies. And when she comes home and is confronted with 60 pancakes, she's like, nah, mom, I ain't eating those. I ate too many cookies. No, she says, no, thanks, mom. I totally parked out on Lita's cookies. I can't eat another thing. <laughs> 
Uh, Serena's which, a master of wordplay. I love her. Yeah. Oh. It's so funny, though, because this whole time, Rini has been struggling with the moral quandary of whether she should steal to get the silver crystal, which Serena has left in her bedroom like an idiot. She would, and though. She would. She would. She's she would. that dumb. Yes. Y- yes. And so Rini is standing there going like devil angel on her shoulder, like, eh, oh, I don't know. Eh, should I? And then she hears Serena not eat the pancakes from like 30 feet away and goes, this bitch doesn't deserve that, Chris. Top 10 biggest anime betrayals. <laughs> <laughs> and so she takes it. And I that, that screws up. That, that's the rest of the episode, right? Is that they have to try and go find Rini so that they can get the silver crystal back. And then, of course, Rubius shows up and is trying to take them both. Yeah. And- yeah. My favorite part of this episode is when uh, the Sailor Scouts kind of scare off Rubius, I guess, right? That's yes, kind of yes. what happens. Mm-hmm. Is the Sailor Scouts show up. And they and they talk to Rini. So this is San Serena. So Serena is not there. Um, it is just the other four, and they're talking with Rini, and she's like, "I hate Serena. She's dumb, and that's why I took that's why I took the crystal." And they lay into her in, I, a, in yeah. a time when I thought they might be a little more. I don't know, balancing it out. They yeah. just dunk on her. Yeah, here's here. I wrote all these lines down. Please. Let me let me oh, just God, uh, blast please, you with please. it. Please, All Serena cares about is herself. How can a goof like her be Sailor Moon? She's selfish and irresponsible. Yeah, Rainy, she's a real flake, but she does care about you. But Ray. Yeah, she's annoying and always late and pigs out on food. But that's our Serena. You gotta take her the way she comes. That's right, Rini. I know sometimes Serena seems like a real ditz, but she does really care oh, about you're you. you're all lying. I know you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's not the way to do that. Why was the dub so mean to her? Oh. I checked I checked the original. They're so nice. Oh. They say, they say really? she's great. They love her. She's yeah. fun to hang out with, and she's so kind. Why Rini did the dub do her so dirty? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, that breaks I my heart. I can't believe that. It is, oh. Allison, oh. every time every time we watch a direct comparison of the original and the dub, it is 3,000% more pumped up with Snipes. It's yes. just Snipes. It is Snipes from the morning till the evening. Oh, and it is crazy to me. Hunt. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Ah, oh, oh. it's such a Canada? shame. Canada? Oh. And Canada, too. The nice country. Yeah. <laughs> You know, ah, oh, man, it just, ah, it, it breaks my heart. There's so much to love about Serena. and uh, There is. And they yeah, just, they, she's a real they sweetie. just framed it in the worst way possible. Uh, yeah, it, this is what like runs through all of our heads, like over the last like year and a half when we've been separated from each other of just like, oh, I wonder what my friends would say about me if I wasn't there. And this is the nightmare. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, it is actually. Holy you shit. Know, it really is. Austin, we have to tolerate him. You know, he's <laughs> Austin's got a lot of flaws that I will enumerate right now for you in a bulleted list I keep in my wallet. But we're but all with those him. things are fine, you know, <laughs> because we he's, can't leave. Yeah, because yeah. you know he's kind of fun sometimes. You so. don't choose your friendships. We're trapped with her forever. Because he's borrowing my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I wouldn't say that about you guys. I no, of course I love you both. I love you both. Um. Now Rory's not here. Mm. And, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, um, no, no. Okay, we got to talk about Darian. Uh, we got to yeah. talk yeah. about Darian yes, now because this is when 
Um, Rini has moved on to Darian's house. She's wandered all night, I guess, like like somebody mm-hmm. in a soul-searching montage from a movie. Um, and she's been out, and then she wakes up at Darian's front door. And Darian, uh, does he make her breakfast, or does he just promise breakfast? I can't remember he, he if they even go breakfast. inside. Uh, they don't actually get breakfast, but we have to. We I, I notice you're still calling him Darian instead of Father Puppets. <laughs> yeah, we should um, call him Father Puppets. Yeah, he, he has Papa Puppets. He so does he, have a puppet. He has a puppet of himself, which is a very oh. strange thing to just have. But he has a tuxedo mask puppet, and he uses it to give her a rose, and it's so it's cute. The cutest moment in the entire show. Like this is one of my favorite <laughs> all-time Sailor Moon moments. Is Darian like? calming and soothing like this poor little girl who's so scared and so tired and like doing this little play of just like huh please don't cry little lady if you look sad this rose will wither up and die here it's for you thank you that's better my name is tuxedo mask and i'll always be there for you yeah and it's just darian the oh. king of snipes, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only one he's nice to snipes. is Reedy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind of nice to everybody except. Yeah. But she asks, uh, she asks the tuxedo mask puppet, like, hey, what do you think about Sailor Moon? And he's like, oh, she's the greatest. And she's like, mm-hmm, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, which is the most but- revealing Darian moment in the whole damn show. And how know. he talks to her. That's true. How he talks to Reedy about, about Serena. I know. It was instant. Like, oh, she's the best. I love her. Like, ugh. Ugh. Ah! Fucking A. Yeah. It's really, really, really cute. But uh, so as good. as Serena arrives looking for Rini, she's like, oh, fuck, and turns her Luna ball into a parachute and dives off his fucking balcony. His 10-story balcony. <laughs> yeah. You ever, like, fucking parachute out instead of talking to- uh, Yeah. Yeah. To your mm-hmm. mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine, yeah. Yeah, yep. totally. It's, yeah, that's, it's so funny. And actually, as as kind of plot convenient and frustrating as a lot of Rini's, like, you know, oh, no, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to run away so that I can get captured by bad guys is. A, a lot of the way that she is is written in this show actually does kind of smack true to me, like, about kids and yeah. the way that they respond to feeling you know, angry and just sort of like flailing wildly without any target and just sort of like, no, I'm going to run away. Like, it, it just feels really, it felt really real. She doesn't listen well, to reason like at a single moment. And yeah. also there is something that happens usually with um, with a family member that sparks an illogical frustration, right? Yeah. Like, there is yeah. that, like there is that sure. thing in your brain that's just like, I'm so mad with you. And it's like they literally ate. A half of a slice of bread that you were going to have or something. And it's just, mm-hmm. it is, it, it becomes an irrational like frustration. And that is what Rini has all the time with, of course, you know, with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, it super makes sense. Even if yeah. it isn't always fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she still doesn't realize Serena's her mom. She knows she's Sailor Moon, which is another weird thing. It's like, don't you know your mom is Sailor Moon? I know that you know her as princess, whatever, but like. Jesus, you've known her for 5,000 years. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't your mom ever be like, hey, you know what? Uh, sometimes people used to call me Sailor Moon. I'm like a Sailor Scout. You know, sweetheart, like sometimes I would pork out on uh, Ray's <laughs> 40 
cookies. Uh, uh, and instead of eating my mother's uh, pancakes that she made for me for dinner. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. She never told Rini any stories about her childhood, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's a weird thought that we should try not to focus on. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did he not talk? Um, we get a cliffhanger ending on this one, though. Uh, yeah. Everyone shows up to save Rini, and in the process of doing so, the other Sailor Scouts get sucked up into Rubius's spaceship as sort of a go protect Rini, save yourselves sort of moment. And uh, yeah, so the family, Darian and, and Serena and Rini, are sort of left upset and freaking out. And it's like, end of episode, go to the Sailor says. Like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is worth mentioning that uh, the four scouts without Serena did attempt to do the circle, which we just learned about watching Roman <laughs> Warriors yes, a few Warriors. weeks ago. The circle. The circle's important. <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah. important. Good Lord. I I mean, they've done it before, right? We've seen it one time before uh-huh. on this show. The, the like sailor planet power. Planet power, yeah. Something planet, planet power, power. Where, where, where all five of them stand together in a circle. They do the circle and they... Something some happens. Sort of... Something good happens. Yeah. Unintended Something effect good. happens. It's super beefy. Yeah, yeah no, it's, yeah. A, it's a power move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not enough, and they get abducted. And yeah. we'll find out more uh, next, next week, week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the sailor says, though, is homework tips. <laughs> <laughs> It was really good advice, too, because, like, I, I mean, all, all of us have projects we need to work on, and it's good to remember, oh, I shouldn't rush through this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rush. Take the time to do stuff. Probably we really struggled finding a moral on this one, you guys. We just threw something in here. Yeah, this uh, one had aliens and a lot of insults. Uh, there, was uh. a, there was a puppet, and everyone dunked on their friend, but we're not going to talk about that part, because that I don't would know, draw attention to What do you guys think is, is, like... Always listen to puppets a good moral? No, 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 that's a bad idea. Don't don't Wait. teach kids that. Uh, maybe kids maybe that. you should say nice things about your friends because you love them. No, 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 no. That's no, we too, did that last uh, week. That's corny, I'm... yeah. <laughs> Homework? Homework. Homework, yeah. That's it. That's why we'll cut, that's why we'll shave four minutes off this episode's runtime so we can do homework tips. Phew. <laughs> Put it in the books, gang. That's another one. All right, we're here. We're doing it. Uh, we're all so excited to talk about this episode. This is Mad. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the fucking show. This is uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena episode three on the night of the ball. And here's what's going down. Utena tries to convince Anthe to make more friends and fights off student council council president Toga's romantic advances. Utena and Anthe ultimately decide to go to the school's masked ball. It's not a masked ball. Come on. No. What are we doing here? No summary. masks at all. They decide to go to the school's ball. Regular but Toga's ball. little sister Nanami, jealous of Toga's attention, has laid a trap for Anthe there. Mm, that's so good. Ugh. I'm so happy we broke the formula and we're doing something super shoujo. It's like a fucking school dance. Yes. And I'm all in. I'm all in on this one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this episode finds us once again reflecting on the prince story, uh, Utena's like little origin moment. Yeah. Um, 
And I thought it was like, ah, do we have to see this again? But it actually was relevant because the character, as we opened the show, the character was like thinking about it, you know? Yeah. Well, she's starting to kind of try and define her relationship with Anthe too. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Understandable. Because, yeah, because she doesn't want to like be a bride. She doesn't want Anthe to be her bride. She wants her to like, I mean, she's like, it it seems like she's interested in a friendship, right? And at one point- she she legit claims she's like talking to her and she's like, I'm still a normal girl and I don't want a girl for a bride. I want a normal boy. Uh, and at uh, that moment, it is I, hear you, student council total- president and a normal and a totally normal boy. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking sliding into the DMs right oh, there. Found, yeah. the, found the exact right time. But it is interesting that she is like... Uh, just textually denying the 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 sort of any any sort of non-straight uh, identity in this moment, right? Right. Yeah. Which was a big letdown to hear. Uh, but you know, you got to have a place to get to. Yeah. 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 And and it's clear by the end of this episode that there might be wiggle room. Uh, you know, <laughs> there might be some wiggling in that room. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's yes. it's actually it's preceded by a really funny moment where like they're on their way to school, and uh, she she tells Anthony to stop calling her Utena Sama. She's like, "Don't call me that. Don't call me Miss Utena." And then cue every girl in the school blushing as she walks by and go and calling her Utena Sama. Utena Sama, the And then she's like, yeah. okay, well, they can say it, but it's because they're not, they they're, they're joking. It. You're not yeah. joking when you say it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That was actually kind of a really interesting line of like, you're serious when you say it. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's that like, she's been able to shrug off and not have to think about a lot of the like. Mm-hmm, the lady fake, attention. The fakey, totally. showy lady attention, because it's like suddenly when it's real, it's like. Well, don't play with my heart like this. Yes. Yeah. It, like when you say it, it's real. And then it's like, then when, I have to start thinking about it. When you act like a bride, that means it's forever. Like what? Stop. stop yeah. Mm. Right. Um, yeah. Allison, did you, did you catch the episode in between the episode two? No, my schedule has been really crazy. So I had to raw dog this one. That is mm, okay. But I really just want to know what you think about Choo Choo. Uh, <laughs> the little wrote, mouse. I, I'm a little ashamed at how much of my notes I spent writing about this damn mouse with eyebrows. <laughs> I can't I can't get down. I can't get down with it. Really? I, oh, oh no. I, I can't. Well, I mean I, I can in the sense that I don't have a choice because that's how mm-hmm. Shoujo fun little critters work, is you have to deal with them forever until they yes. either turn against you or they're just obnoxious and in the back room ground forever. So um, yeah. I am I I largely I feel like I am immune to a lot of the cute the cute animal creatures, but Choo Choo for some reason just yeah, he's gets getting me. me. Yeah, really? Choo Choo. Oh, yeah. you're both weak. Wow. And it's, <laughs> and it's possible that maybe it was just his intro episode was so strong when he sort of kind of almost killed himself by choking. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, his, his poor little, uh, his accidental, like, overdose slash choking was very sad. Every scene yeah. uh, somehow verges on, like, cute body horror. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, because in and, this episode, yeah. he, he, like, gets his whole face stuck and suctioned into a drinking glass. Yeah. Kind of like a, it's almost like a Jesse Pinkman uh, <laughs> uh, oh, face God. in the drinking glass scenario. Yeah. Put a lot of and thought, then, yeah. Yeah, and then the glass comes off and his face is still sort of bulged out and Utena just sort of really calmly uses one finger to push it back into place. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm really into Choo Choo because especially as long as Choo Choo's not like as long as we don't get a whole episode about Choo Choo and what fun things he's getting up to or like what that little scamp's doing and the you know, like I don't fucking care about that. Yeah, I love not dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he's flavoring. He's he's like oregano. You know what I mean? I just love the fact that he's Anthe's only friend. And that is yeah. pretty charming. Yes. And Anthe is such a like dry character, and so much of this show is so stiff and and dry. I mean, it's obviously it's really good, but then yeah. to have Choo Choo kind of in these really clutch moments, um, <laughs> especially like we see Anthe playing cards at the dorm, and we think mm-hmm. Atena's playing cards with her, and then it pans down, and it's Choo Choo who's <laughs> just yeah. playing cards, Holding and Atena's just fucking cards, off, yeah. hanging out, doing whatever, yeah. and. You know, she's that the, Anthony, this very serious girl, is playing cards with a little mouse, a little cartoon mouse. She's not just mouse. playing cards, she's playing go fish with a cartoon mouse. It's <laughs> yeah. just, uh, it's charming. That's about yeah. all um, Choo Choo can handle. He can't, he yeah. can't really do anything more complicated than that. He knows two things he knows how to tie a tie and he knows how to play go fish. He can also <sighs> wordlessly throw shade at Utena whenever she's ignoring Anthony. <laughs> and I do also really like that. Uh, that he's yeah. kind of. The conscience of mm-hmm. Utena's like, and 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 Anthe's feelings, like he's kind of like this little mm. like referee of like, hey, you gotta pay attention to her. This girl's my <laughs> this girl's my ride or die. <laughs> oh man, I feel so jaded by like shoujo fun little like animated side critters. It takes a lot for me to get like excited about one nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, know. You, totally. you grow up and you, you see you see them all, you know. You see, you know your Lunas, you know your like uh your your Kiros, you know your. Yeah, I was gonna say Caro. Yeah, like though though if, it, though growing up on the dub of Card Captors, uh, and hearing the voice of Caro in English going, "Come on, Sakura," oh, is like yeah. uh, you know, oh, it's yeah. enough to make you not remember that he's cute at all, right? Um. And maybe that's but, maybe that's what discolored me for good on the like oh fun cute quirky little tiny side critter that's like not as like personality filled as most like Disney side character critters but yeah oh, yeah I'm sorry I feel like I've rained on the parade no, no it's okay this no, this parade's going without you I'm sorry yeah. it's it's valid but we are we are a choo choo podcast now um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, We've boarded. We've boarded the Choo Choo rocket, and we're blasting off into outer space. And I am. I am down at Cape Canaveral, watching you rocket off. Just (laughs) happy for us, but not participating. Happy for you, but also currently trapped in Florida, and I want to leave. I just bad That's fair. That's fair. You shouldn't have come. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. So the the main the guts of this episode is that there is a. They say a dance party at one point. The subtitles uh-huh. say dance party, mm-hmm. and it's a ball. It's but, a ball. But it is weird that they say dance party. <laughs> yeah, when they mean dance too. Yeah. 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 And so it is it is important to note that 
neither of the main characters know about or are intending to go to this ball at the beginning of this episode. Right. Um, we meet a new character named Nanami who uh, oh, arrives yeah. and is like, oh, hey, Anthe, uh, you've been nominated for what did she say? Like dance the queen? dance queen. Dance queen. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes, Nanami serving high femme trickery. Like oh, straight yes. off the bat. That is it. Yes. yes. We all look, anybody who's seen who knows high school tropes knew alarm bells were going off immediately. Absolutely. Uh, especially yes. because we knew Anthe has been getting teased now and picked on mm. and blamed because Sionji, that asshole from the first episode and second episode, uh, who has now been de- defeated twice in duels. Uh, he is throwing now... a bitch fit and has locked himself in his room. Yes. What a loser. Ugh. Yes. And now all of the girls, they don't even blame Utena. I mean, they should be blaming Sayanji, but they don't even blame Utena for defeating him twice in a duel. They blame Anthe, of course, who yes. has done nothing Blame. wrong. Oh, she was just um, there. Who's only like ever the the innocent party. She's just the scabbard. Leave her alone. I know. Yeah. Leave that poor yeah. girl alone. But nevertheless, they are savage to her. And now we have this weird nice girl, this like hot nice girl shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> like you said, high femme trickery. Yes. And yes. has proclaimed her the dance queen of the dance party, which we, you know, is a misnomer. But uh as the kids say, she's very sus. I'm so sorry. I'm going to go clean my mouth out now Ugh. with gamer soap. Oh, good. Um, which I think is just Cheetos. Yeah, put extra yeah. gamer soap in it's, there while it's you're It's made at it. from Gamer Girl bathwater. Yeah. That's- oh, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go bell my mouth real fast. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, she's just clearly suspicious. And uh, sort of parallel to this, we're also, if we hadn't already specifically mentioned it, the student council president, Toga Kiryu, is uh, incredibly forward about how interested he is in Utena. And so at the same time that night, they get two packages delivered. And one is from Nanami that is like, hey, uh, Anthe, here's a dress that you need to wear because you're definitely coming to this ball. And it's definitely because you're nominated for Dance Queen. And then <laughs> separately, Utena gets a package with a dress in it. But it just has an invite to the party. And it's just because Kiryu thinks she'd look good in this dress. <laughs> right. That's a little grosser. Uh, but yeah, they're both just sort of confronted with this question now of like, well, do we go? Yeah. And Anthe seems like she kind of wants to go, but only if Utena is going and Utena mm-hmm. doesn't want to go because don't make me wear a fucking dress. This yeah. is not my brand. And you know it. And as soon as yeah. Utena and says, I don't want to go, Anthe is like, oh no, I'm not going either. Yeah. I won't, well, mm-hmm. I won't go if you're not going. Um, and then yeah. they agree, they decide to go. Um, yeah, because Utena's decided that Anthe is her project in terms of like, you need friends. And this is how you make uh-huh. friends is at parties. <laughs> so obviously we're going. Right, right. So Utena is in the dress, which I have to note, it is important to note that is a, uh, does not have like a neck, like it has a low plunging neckline, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it, it does not have a collar of any kind. Um, yeah. But apparently she does have her uniform underneath it. Which I know. It doesn't, doesn't make any magic. sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. She's got magical her boy's girl. uniform underneath it. Yeah, yeah. It's magical girl transformation. Right. Uh, this is the one. We've been waiting for one. This is it. Uh, it's when right. she takes the dress off and somehow she's still wearing a boy's uniform. With a high it. collar. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, so <laughs> there, I think one of my other favorite lines of this episode is uh, 
Utena arrives and shows off her dress to Kiryu. She doesn't really show it off, but Kiryu, you know, starts leching. He's, he's ogling. Right. And he says something to the effect of, like, it's better than I imagined. And then Utena's <laughs> like, well, it's pretty fucked up that you were imagining anything about me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Queen. Uh. It's, oh, it's also Prince. super worth mentioning that the trend of every girl in school being thirsty for Utena has not just, like, been the low-class students or whatever. No. I'm sure there aren't any low-class students, really. But, like, it's not even... Like, this is a cool, like, cool kids click party type fancy ball at a mansion. These girls here still thirsting. And they're all saying, like, essentially, like, oh, look at her. She's in girls clothes now. And it's fucking perfect. Oh, do me. And it's it's (laughs) crazy. It is crazy. The lady boners are are out. I also want to give a shout out. I also want to give a shout out to the um, one record player that is the source of all music at Uh this entire venue. There's one tinny mm-hmm. record player in the corner. It, it, this doesn't matter to like literally anything, but it made me laugh a lot. No, anyway, it's great. And yeah. Choo Choo's riding yeah. it like a little, like a like an amusement park ride. He's on the little teacup uh-huh. ride. Yeah, going round and round. <laughs> on the ones and twos. Choo uh, <laughs> Choo. Yeah. Uh, so we got to talk about Anthe's uh, Carrie plot line here. Because uh-huh. um, we Carrie. all know she's going to get carried. She, yeah, so, so she wears this dress, she's wearing this green dress that Nanami has made for her. And apparently Nanami is the little sister of Kiryu. <sighs> is she also, is, is Sayanji also in the family? I don't know. I and don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. But yeah, I'm just, it, it's really, I was but, really <sighs> confused because Nanami is getting back at Anthe for her brother. For t- stealing her brother away from her, but Which Kiryu make isn't. Sense. But Kiryu isn't into Anthe in any way, or is interfaced with Anthe at all. Right. Right. I think we're just sort of led to assume that off screen he's always preoccupied with her, and maybe he hasn't told his sister all about oh. the ins and outs of student council Actually, business. Maybe it would huh. make sense then that she would perceive him as being like obsessed with her or something because she's the bride. Like she's yeah. connected to this like secret society deal they all have. Yeah. So maybe she's perceiving it as, oh, he's so into her when really he just wants the sword inside of her, which is, yeah. Let's not read into and- that too much. And he's truly interested in Utena, which, right. of course, Nanami doesn't, doesn't know. And so Nanami has made this plot against Anthe because apparently, I guess she's into her own brother in that sort of weird way that rich people be like sometimes. You yeah, know? It's, yeah. It's, it's a also, whole anime yeah, thing. Trying yeah. to parse all of that <laughs> happening at once. Uh, and he, the plan is she has led Anthe into the center of the dance hall, <laughs> the center of the grand ballroom. And has prepared a a champagne boy uh, to, <laughs> to champagne boy champagne, champagne boy, boy uh, to to pop you know pop the cork and blast her with with champagne like a NASCAR driver, and uh, then the dress has dissolving fabric it, yeah. It, it yeah melts the, away the champagne guy comes out like it's the it's the last stage of the tour de france and uh mm-hmm. the green dress just vanishes it just falls apart but at, luckily they don't play it mortifying off. Yeah, yeah they don't they don't play it off in like a oh tantalizing way like no anthony's embarrassed by this and it sucks no it's as or, shitty as it feels because we've already established in this episode that anthony has severe anxiety about being in crowds yeah. uh-huh. and yeah. like 
you know, like she's left alone and suddenly she's just like feeling horribly like oppressed by the attention. And now she's like half naked cowering on the floor. Which yeah. to my and money feels worse than pig's blood. Yes. Uh, in I, a way. Honestly, yeah. Like, cause you, at least you're still wearing your dress, but then you're just covered in pig's blood. <laughs> you're or like just ooky, a couple paper yeah. towels and you're workable. Uh, yeah, but, but like, then again, Carrie this... had the whole like period thing going on. There were there were yeah, levels. Yeah, there were there's, levels. There's sure, there's metaphors sure. and stuff to play with in Carrie that we're not getting here. But I do think we'll save it, it for is... our Carrie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Stephen King podcast you two have been working on with Rory. Yeah, yeah, you know all of our secrets, don't it's you? It's called King's Things. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. No. Um, it's called On Podcasts. <laughs> nice. Get it? It's uh, an on writing reference. I liked it. Thank you. Um, but we are going to move on oh. uh, as if it was a bad joke. But I you're, want you to know it was a, a real, good one. You're a real it girl. Uh, ah! it's not, mm. I can't strand it. Yeah, Shit. Utena. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, I like this moment and I like it mostly because at the end, uh, seeing her like this utena uh sort of pushes herself away from from the student council president's creepy advances and chucks her dress at himemia at sorry i, I himemia is is uh is anthony's last name um and chucks her dress at anthony and yeah and reveals that she's wearing her boys uniform underneath and so anthony has a change of clothes she well, puts on the sort of like uh uh no she rips you, off the tablecloth she yeah. she she yeah. throws away uh yeah, um, Utena throws off her own dress and doesn't give a fuck where that goes. And then she rips the yeah. tablecloth like a like a magician, uh, uh-huh. reveals the the in, and wraps up Anthe in a new tablecloth dress, which and instantly it, looks fantastic. It looks fantastic. It, oh, it's perfect. It, it's like the wonderful silhouette. It's so flattering. And then it's fucking happening. Asks her to dance, and ooh uh, boy, oh magic, ooh, uh. boy. <laughs> what a, what an absolute bro move for Utena. Like absolute mm-hmm. clutch hero. Um incredible. Just incredible move here. This is Utena yeah. earning her right to be the hero every episode like by doing just some real boss ass shit. Yeah. She earned a whole dance, show and... named after her because of yeah. this this one moment. Mm, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's good uh, you can tell that they're uh, fighting against their budget, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of ways that you can tell this show has a tight budget in terms of, like, repeated sequences that they use, et cetera, et cetera. Not unlike Sailor Moon. Uh, a lot of them dancing together is just sort of Ken Burns still frames panning across the screen of their faces. <laughs> but it's still really nice. It's still really it good. Really and, nice. And I love, I love this. And everyone just sort of has to watch them. And they look so... Great. Oh, it's gay as hell. Please watch it. It's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This mm. is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of where we land. We we land too, right? I mean, like everyone, you know, is just watching them dance, and then uh, uh, Kiryu sort of confronts his sister and is like, "Hey, your pranks are kind of getting out of control." And then his sister finally realizes, "Oh shit, he's into Utena, not Anthe." I really, I'm I'm an idiot. What a goofball. Um, so, you know, promise of more pranks coming Utena's way this time. Uh, yeah, I guess episodes. so. Guess yeah, so. but th- to me, though, like, this this resolution of the prank and then, you know, making the makeshift dress and then the two of them dancing 
it's just it's such a win on like all fronts like the yeah it's such a great moment because they are still they are stealing the spotlight that was meant to humiliate them yeah and they are seizing it and they're making everybody like holy shit they're amazing it's like it's Uh turning this around in such a righteous moment of their own design and on their own terms and god yeah it's 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 glorious I adore it. This is only episode three of a 39 episode show. Hot mm-hmm. damn. How, yeah, lucky, I, how lucky are we that none of us have seen this before? I know. Ugh. I get to just binge it now it whenever I feel so like good. it. Like we're done with it on the podcast now, but like, holy shit. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for those of you listening at home, um, Andy and I have a longstanding thing where once every quarter we'll get together to watch the new episodes of whatever anime comes out. Like this is a mm-hmm. this is a longstanding thing. And it is such a pleasure to know we can watch we can watch stuff from the eighties now. Yeah, we've got some older yeah. things that are that are still there to be to be found and enjoyed. What a joy! I, I love mm, it's so good. I just love uh, I, I love I, girly anime. I love it so much. Me too. God damn it! Uh, as as a final thought, I want to leave you with a really profound uh, couple of sentences or just a full sentence here. Um, the first line of the ending theme is in English, and I think it speaks a lot to me. It says, missing truth and forever, kissing love and true your heart. Yeah. Ain't that? <laughs> wow, I'm going to get that tattooed. I love that. Yeah, yes. in a prominent place. Allison, Allison, Allison. You've joined Austin us. Austin Andy, Austin Andy, Austin Andy. And hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Grab my hands. Grab my hands. Ghost of Rory. Ghost of Rory. Can you hear us? We felt you as we talked about girly anime and how wonderful it is. No, I still got hives on my elbows. That's, that's oh, damn it. enough. Yeah. I feel like maybe he's doing that as a prank. You know ah, what I mean? He would. In 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 absence of in the absence of Rory Allison, you did a, a bang up job filling in as number three. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was yeah. it was the honor of my cartoon life. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's making me sad that we're we've got I think one episode left of our magical girl magical arc. girl arc. Ooh. Yeah, it's been it's been a really nice journey. Um, it has. And, and it I took a little we'll longer go- than expected because of that hiatus that we had to take right at the mm-hmm. beginning, mm. but. But it's been really cool to spend several months just sort of like buried in magical girls. That oh. mm, well, I don't know about that phrasing, I guess. Wow, but, you uh, picked the weirdest way to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I stand by it, I guess. Uh, but it's yeah, one more one more week. So next week we're finishing out this arc of Sailor Moon. We're doing a Sailor Moon Power Hour, just two more episodes of Sailor Moon, and then we're gonna do something totally fucking different after that. It's back to the trash. Go <laughs> <laughs> we'll find the bin. Uh, Dig inside a bit hey, more. Hey, uh, you know, you you little opossum kids, you belong in the trash. You're you're gonna do great out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really it's where we're most comfortable. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> That's true. It's like a turtle finding its way back to the ocean. You know. <laughs> yeah, we sense like a, it. A salmon it's, it's in our genes. smelling your way back upstream. Except in this case, you're the raccoon, and the stream is it's <laughs> trash, and you're just swimming and smelling through trash, and that's you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, other people might take that as an insult, but you've just sort of just described exactly what we do. It's, so, uh-huh. it's be- yeah, it's because yeah. I've known both of you for thirteen years. 
Oh, it's a long time. That's a long, long time. Yeah. We're in our 30s. Oh no, this is a bad feeling to time end an episode to go. on. Yep. Oh no. Somebody say at... something. Somebody say something happy. Uh, God, both of you age. are older than Jason we're Alexander Costanza. at the start of Seinfeld. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we love you all. Um, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.